is up everybody? Shawnee Man here and welcome back to the channel. Hope you guys are doing great. Hope you guys are having yourselves a great week. Back on with a new guest as per usual. So to get us kicked off and going, tell us who you are and tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, hi everyone. My name is Charlie Hawthorne. I am a cosplayer. I also do a little bit of acting as kind of like a hobby, but mostly I uh, make reels on Instagram for other nerds who have a big love of certain fandoms and hopefully make some people laugh. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> um, I'm tr I think you are friends with some of the people I've, I've had on a while back. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to say, uh, Jamie is a, is a friend of mine. <laughs> so, uh, I, we were just me and her was just talking because the amount of talking that we do with each other now is just <laughs> ridiculous. Because um, we were talking because we were talking about how you know we 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 never met before, obviously, but we did this episode. Right. And ever since then, we have just been, we've talked almost every single day at this point. And a lot of the conversation is just us shit talking each other. That's, <laughs> that's just how well, far we love gotten. language. Yeah. It's just, and listen, we, 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 we're rough to each other. So, <laughs> but I enjoy it. She's very fun to talk to. So yeah, uh, we, we, I enjoy her company. Um, yeah. I really like her a lot. How did y'all meet? Um, I think it was just one of those things where I got really bold online with cosplayers that I like, and I just kind of like shoot them DMs and say, hey, I like your stuff and hope that goes from there. I'm never like expecting a friendship to come out of it. I just usually mm -hmm. want to say, hey, I like your stuff. And she responded. And so we started talking and now we we also talk about every day and we're planning a couple of cosplays together. Oh, nice. We were, um, <laughs> I was just because. I was talking to her uh, yesterday because so we did so we did obviously we did the podcast episode together and then we did an almost two hour review of of The Last of Us for YouTube. And then uh, we were just talking about the other day because we we're talking about we we're planning on playing video games together. And so oh, that's fun. what we were discussing. So but uh <laughs> She is a good person. So, yeah, what? So, cosplaying. Let's start with that. What got you into yeah. cosplaying? Honestly, the first time I cosplayed was so long ago. I don't even really remember what got me into it. I was about thirteen at the time. Okay. And I think it was just the people I was hanging out with uh, were cosplaying, and since they were doing it, I ended up doing it. Uh, but yeah, no, it was so long ago. I don't really remember exactly what got me into it. So I usually just go with the, my friends were doing it kind of response. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so how long have you been doing that? Uh, well, I took a very long break from cosplay. So oh. I did cosplay for a few years from like 13 to 16. Then I went off to college and couldn't really do much of it. And then I did a little bit here and there, like for a few years in my early 20s. And then again, took a very long break. And this past year was the first year I've really gotten back into it and dived right into the deep end. Hey, what was the first cosplay you did? Oh, God. <laughs> it was Kagome Higurashi from Inuyasha. 
Oh, okay, okay. I do, I do love Iguyasha, so I, yeah, I definitely, like 13 definitely year old respect me. that. <laughs> I don't blame that. That's okay, though. <laughs> um, so you do that. What? So you also do voice acting. I'm very curious about that. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that one. Uh, it was just kind of like a hobby thing. I really just enjoy performing, and I'm, I'm as much as I have a bravado online. I'm actually a really shy person, so. Sometimes being on stage or being on camera is a little intimidating when I was growing up. So I veered more towards the voice acting side. And especially because I watched a lot of anime and I watched a lot of, you know, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, like Miyazaki films. Those are good ones. So voice, yeah. So voice acting was just something I found really interesting. And it was an easier way to be able to scratch that performance bug while still having you know a full work schedule or a full um, student schedule at the time so it was it, it I didn't have to dedicate months because I, I came from the musical theater world growing up so I, I didn't have to dedicate months of rehearsals to it and it just fit more into my schedule so I haven't gotten the opportunity to do a lot of it lately and I've been very sporadic with it. Now it's usually, I use it uh, in my D and D campaigns mostly. Oh, Dean. Okay. I'm about to ask about that. So, uh, yeah, sure. uh, so you were, you were basically a theater kid. Yes. I'm I very, very big theater kid energy. I mean, they're okay, but I mean, it, it is, <laughs> it, it is what it is. So my, I have some friends who are um, theater people as well. Um, a friend of my, a friend, my best friend's girlfriend, she, they just did, she was in a play, uh, they did Godspell. Oh, nice. Let's see. And then what, uh, what else was she? She was in, um, not hair, not hairspray. She was in something else. I can't think of the name of it. Um, uh, and then, my, then my friend, ba my, my best friend Bailey, he, he uh, he works at Six Flags in Atlanta, Georgia, and he does those Western shows. So oh, fun! So he enjoys it, but I I am not a theater person. Um, I it can be intense. It, it, yes, um, I remember <laughs> I remember I remember dating a girl who who showed me uh, Phantom of the Opera. And oh yeah, that's a classic. And I fell asleep halfway through. And so <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. I, I mean, it's, it's bad because I remember when I was younger, uh, Lion King on Broadway came to yeah. a, city near, a city near me. And, you know, I like Lion King. It was, it was That was the first time I went and saw uh, like, a, like a play or like a theater-based performance. And, uh, yeah, I fell asleep too. So it was... Uh, I I can that's I can impressive because that's that's a boisterous one. Yeah, I mean, I was well. It was one of those conditions where, like, you get in a comfortable position, you got cold air blowing <laughs> on you, so it it really worked out that way for me. Gotcha. So, so what kind gotcha. of plays have you been in? Um, all all sorts. Uh, recently, I think about two years ago, I was uh, in Hunchback of Notre Dame, which was Ooh. really fun. Um. I've done Godspell when I was a teenager. Uh, the Crucible, which isn't exactly musical theater, but I was in The Crucible as a youngin. And then various, like, you know, high school drama stuff. Oh, and uh, Into the Woods as well. 
that's all I can really remember off the top of my head. Okay, okay. Into the woods. Pretty I sure think... Little Shop of Horrors and Charlie do... Brown are in there somewhere. Oh, I do like Little Shop of Horrors. I do like that. That one's a good one. Um because we have we have like th- two different theater-based groups where I live. And so at any given time, either one's doing something. So Yeah. And then, I, I, like I said, I have a bunch of friends who go. So sometimes I'll go to support, or my friend Jordan will force me to go because she doesn't want to go by herself. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, okay, we'll just go. Um, so so D and so D and D. So yes. quick question: Did you did you watch the movie? Not yet. I I'm still waiting to get a couple of friends together to go see it. It's uh, it's good. It's it's a very good movie. Uh, I think yeah, if you're a, good yeah, yeah, oh yeah, if, if you're a lover of D and D, you you'll mm-hmm. definitely you'll definitely love it. Um, so are you are you a DM or are you just a player? Yeah, oh. I'm a D. I'm I'm both. I'm a DM and a player. Oh, which one do you prefer? Honestly, I love both of them for very for like different reasons. Being a DM is really fun because you get to kind of watch how the players interact with the story that you have created so oh, yeah. you obviously know all the ways that it's going to go and all the twists and turns but they have absolutely no idea so there's there's definitely a lot of enjoyment coming from like those reveal moments where they stumble upon something you've been building up to that there's definitely something to be said about that but sometimes you just you want to be able to relax and enjoy it and not have mm. to like as much as I love being a DM and I love my players being in charge of the scheduling is not a fun part that comes with it. Uh, no, I know. I completely understand. Um, uh, so are y'all in the middle of a campaign now? Uh, what's that yes. about? So I run a homebrew campaign, a Harry respect, Potter homebrew campaign. I respect that. <laughs> and I just want to, you know, disclaimer, I do not support JK Rowling and what she's mm-hmm. been pushing as far as her, her beliefs. Uh, I did grow up with Harry Potter, though, and okay. so it is a, a large part of my childhood. I'm running a Harry Potter homebrew campaign in the fifth edition and one that I'm just starting now, actually getting a one shot going, hopefully to get the the players more into a full campaign is a Greek mythology based homebrew. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm trying to get Jamie involved in D&D. Oh, she's gonna be in my Greek mythology. One. Oh, is she? Okay, good. Yeah. I'll have to definitely yeah, yeah. see that then. Um, yeah, she's one of my players. I, I I've DM'd a little bit. Um, I've done two. Uh, let's see. There's one I've done. The well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's one campaign, the short little campaign I've done. It was called um, a haunting in Ravenwood. Oh, Ravenwood. Yeah, I've heard a couple of people do that one. Um, let's see. Most of my, I, I prefer to homebrew myself. I feel like yeah. it gives more creative freedom and be able to you to structure it a certain way that you want to do it. Um, I remember we were we were playing. I was playing with uh three of my friends, and we got into. I was a shop. I was a shop owner, and my friend Leah wanted to buy a sword. And then all of a sudden, we I, I don't remember how, but we got into an argument about the price of the sword. Uh, <laughs> My, and it's like her, my friend Bailey, and me just arguing. And then my friend Emma, who was a druid, she 
wild shaped into a cat and stole a club and just walked out with it. And it was just, I was like, what are you, Emma, what, what are you doing here? And so she was like, y'all really are busy. High. Yes, exactly. Um, so there, that one, and there's two, one, there's two more I'm, I'm working on right now. There's uh, the first one I'm working on now is called Watchers of the Iron City. Um, and then the other one is the uh, it's called the Merlin Academy. Oh, and so both are very much in early stages of development. But I, I, I just I just love D and D. Um, because I was telling because I was telling Jamie about it. And I was like, Have you ever played? Because I, <laughs> I thought about getting her involved in into D and D. But I'm glad to know that she's going to get the experience in herself because it is very fun. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna learn how to play. Um, and it, I'm I keep it very beginner friendly because I do kind of want to entice them into continuing the campaign. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because uh, uh, <laughs> one of the one of the funny moments of, of playing was when I was playing with the, the three people that I just mentioned, and they just came across this guy on the side of the road. Um. And my friend Leah automatically just starts flirting with him, <laughs> and and the other the other two are like, we don't know nothing about this guy, anything at all. And Leah's like, you you guys need to be quiet. I'm trying to shoot my shot here. And Is she the bard? No, she was uh, she was a ranger. Interesting. Yeah. So you see, that it was a ranger, a druid. And a paladin, um, and so she, so she was just like, "I'm trying to shoot my shot here," and <laughs> so we progressed to a certain point in the story where she gets kidnapped, and she is about to be sacrificed, and the other two have oh to try God. to rescue her. Yeah, the other two are trying to like get to her to rescue her, and she's like, you know, screaming like. Telling me like she needs to be let go and things like that, and then I took the so I took the character that they found, and I was just like, "What's the matter?" I thought you were trying to shoot your shot, and she was like, "I don't want to anymore. Now you can let me go." I was just like, <laughs> "I was like, oh my gosh, it was just amazing. It's just fun, fun times. It's definitely a lot of fun, especially for performance. It's really just improv. It's yes oh, yeah. and, and you." keep going it's just so much fun so tell us a little bit i want to hear a little bit more about your greek mythology campaign that you were i want to hear a little bit um, more about that i wish i could say more about it but i i fear revealing too much oh to that's fair players. okay that's fair that's fair okay. yeah that's so fine. i'm i'm keeping very hush hush about it because i don't want to spoil any of the plot so so all this is going to be like online yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're all from different areas, so oh, okay. that's the only way we can really meet up. Meet up in one place. Are you gonna like use the uh, what is it like roll twenty? I usually use D and D Beyond, actually. Oh, okay, all right. I've seen some people use. I find it... Oh, I'm so sorry. Please. No, 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 no. I, I was just gonna say I've seen people use D and D and D Beyond. It's just extremely beginner friendly, and yeah. my player is mo my player base right now is mostly beginners, so it's it's just easier to introduce them to it that way. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man, I just love D and D, and so uh, I love it. 
I, it was because it, it's funny because I so I knew nothing about D and D growing up. It wasn't until the first season of Stranger Things came around huh? that, and then that's and then even then I was just kind of like, oh, what are they, they're playing D and D? I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was like, you know what? Let me look more into it. And then there's there's a there's one particular group that I follow on YouTube called uh, the Dungeon Dudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now on their YouTube channel, they're going through an entire campaign as well. Uh, and they're pretty much the only guys I watch. I know there's Critical Role. There's um, also Dimension Twenty. Yeah, yeah. I know there's them. I don't I haven't really watched a lot of what. Even then, some of their stuff doesn't look like it's all. It's like full episodes kind of thing. It's like they have like small little cuts, cut ups of it. Um, the guys I watch they'll upload like two and a half hour videos of them playing, and so and it, it's fun. It, it, it's fun. I I always try to encourage people to get involved in D and D because it's such a great way to like just make friends and things and just have a wild time. It is, especially when you never know what the dice are going to throw at you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so when you're a player, what's your what's your class that you like to go with? I try and play a bunch of different classes. Uh, at least try and play each class at least once. So far, I just recently played a sorcerer and a cleric, and I had to say, I was very very surprised by how powerful a cleric was. I, I mainly made a cleric because our previous party kept running into an issue where we had no healers. So we were almost dying every encounter. So I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'll make the healer. I did not realize how powerful a cleric actually can be that I was very pleasantly surprised to be able to play this, uh, this class. But I think next one I'm playing an artificer. Oh, okay. But usually I go for like bards and rogues just for utility. I can see you as a bard. <laughs> I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah, that's not, that's not the first time I've been told such a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a theater kid, so it just yeah. makes the most sense for Precisely. you to be a bard. Yes, and so um, I've only played I've only played a wizard. Uh, I think I think the next one I would probably play would probably be a monk. I think those the, they are a very interesting class. You don't really see I, at least I don't at least I haven't seen a whole lot of people play a monk. Um but they're just as good as two from what I've what I've read and what from what I've seen. Um, oh yeah I have a monk in player in one of my campaigns right now and it's it's the creativity that comes with having to use some of their uh spell slots is really interesting. Yeah definitely so um that's interesting so when you're not doing any so when you're not doing any of this stuff voice acting D, cosplaying what do you do in your free time um i am a designer so i do graphic design oh that's cool well, so tell us a little bit about that one uh it's just it's what i've been doing for the past like 11 years or so and it's what i went to school for so i've always been kind of like into the arts in one way or another and i found just a real passion for being able to build things that are are tangible and tell a story so i especially really like branding my my best friend jimmy he yeah he did the same thing too he went to college for graphic design 
and now he works for like a uh, small. He works for a a, a company that did, that design airplanes, but he probably oh. just that like so not celebrities. I don't want to say celebrities, but like very wealthy people who tend to have their own airplane. Yeah. Uh, come to them and they do designs for them so they, they'll tell them what they want and my friend Jimmy's one of the guys that like designs it out and things like that so That's he likes it cool. he's always been very talented at drawing and and things like that so yeah design is is very fun I, I there's a lot of different niches you can go into with it so there's definitely something that you can if you're not so much of an uh person who draws you can find something else to do in it such a large field so, um, so going back to your cosplays, yeah. you, um, you've done a lot. You got a, You've done a Daredevil one re yeah. recently, I think. Uh, I've done Maddie Murdoch. So what I kind of tend to do is, uh, if it's a male character that I, I really want to do the cosplay of, I kind of just gender bend them. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Uh, since I'm very short and and. <laughs> I can't really get away with being like, okay, Matt Murdock is now five foot one. That makes sense. So I, I tend to gender bend. So I've done a, a Maddie Murdock. I've got the black uh, suit from the first season of Daredevil that I just finished. I'm putting a couple of uh, adjustments on it. Um, and the main one people know me as is like, there's a, a triple threat that people tend to know me as. And that's uh, Wanda Maximoff, Bucky Barnes as the Winter Soldier and uh, Merlin from the 2008 BBC show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. on uh, Netflix, I think. Yeah, it was. Now it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I okay, okay, okay. Which where was... I'm watching it from? I was not exactly excited about that, but <laughs> I was very interested. In, I was. I never watched the show, but I was very oh, so interested good. in the idea of the, of, of the show, and so I was like, mm, maybe I'll check that out because. It was coming on. I think when I first came across it, it was actually coming on TV. Back when back when sci the Sci-Fi Channel was like actually, yeah, Sci-Fi based. And so, yeah, uh, highly recommend it. It's okay. it's a very good show. It's very funny, and I got to say, I didn't really even know about it when it was first coming out. There's a cosplayer that I followed that was the reason I got into it. And their name is uh, Kayla J. Official. They do phenomenal Merlin-based uh, cosplay videos. And it just mm -hmm. kind of, I kept seeing her videos and kept laughing at them, but not really having the full context. So she's the reason I started watching <laughs> in the first place. Oh, I'll have to add that to my list because currently, right now, I am binge watching uh, the X Files on Hulu. Uh, yes. And so I was just like, I don't know why I've not watched this before. This is this is a, this is such a great show. And it so is a great I, show. Yeah, I've been so busy with that. Um, and then I'm trying to think what it was. Um, there was a show on Netflix that I came across that I like, Sherlock. That's good. Oh yeah, such yeah, a good yeah. show. But it's on Peacock now, which whatever. I'm not buying that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's too many streaming services. So. There is. It kind of kind of defeats the purpose of the streaming services in the first place. Yeah, and uh, so there's that. There is one on HBO Max I like, uh, Black Sales. 
Never heard uh, of that one. That one is a it's I how many seasons it is, but it's a, a pirate based. Um and it has like some of the famous pirates in it, like Blackbeard. Um you know, uh it's kind of it's it's like you know Treasure Island basically. Vaguely, I've heard of it. Or at least the maybe the book of Treasure Island, something like along those lines. The show is, is this kind the of same like, book that became a Disney movie. Yeah, well, Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was so it kind of the show is kind of like set up before that kind of event happens. Gotcha. And so like you, you like Long John Silver, you know that kind of thing. So. It's have you seen pretty... Doctor Who? It seems like it'd be very much up your alley. I have. I've never watched Doctor Who. Highly but recommend. I, but I do know that that has been around for quite a while. Yes, it's been. There's. It's been around so long that they've separated into old Who and new Who. I mean, there's been like multiple actors and act, and I think one actress. I think people were complaining. I think that's what I. I think that's what I first came across because people were complaining. I think because one of the doctors was going to be a woman. Could be oh, wrong. I remember when that that whole kerfluffle happened. Yeah, and I was just kind of like, I don't really care as much, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just a good show. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. My favorite is, is David Tennant's Doctor, but with Matt Smith as a very close second. Uh yeah. I'm very much in a in a in the camp of like, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. I yeah. mean, obviously, I say that. But people who have probably been like hardcore Doctor Who fans for years aren't just going to like stop watching. Right. So because that was like the deal I had with um, Paramount Plus did Halo the series, like a live action Halo show. And then pe people were like hating on it. it was, I didn't, I thought it was a pretty good show. People, I mean, yeah. hey, I'm a Marvel fan. So when it comes to hating your own fandom, I've seen plenty. Oh, especially if you're Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the Star Wars people are probably the worst. Um, Can't say I'm that deep into that fandom. I've kind of oh, really? the surface of it. Good, good. I, I suggest you uh, just stay above the surface and <laughs> don't get dragged under. It's not. It's not fun. Got um, it. <laughs> Marvel. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the prime example of like just such a massive split fan base is She Hulk. Yeah, that one. I personally, for me, the show is average at best. It, it, it has some good episodes. I mean, obviously, you get Daredevil back, which was really good. Yeah. Um, but the show was just pretty, pretty average. I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. But I mean, I mean, no studio is going to come out with you know the every single thing being the best thing you've ever seen. That's just not statistically possible. Right, right. Because like, and not I, everything is is marketed towards everyone like there yeah. are different audiences and different you know groups that they're trying to capture with different right. projects so right. i mean it makes sense that some people didn't like it i still haven't personally seen it yet but there is one part that people were complaining about mm. that i saw like daredevil having some levity to him and joking around and and i mean that that complaint doesn't make as much sense to me because ev if you go back to the Silver Age, every superhero used to be a little bit campy. Yeah, they used to you know be goofy. So there there's there is a whole run of Daredevil where he's just absolutely chaotic. Yeah, 
And I think too, I think I saw one person talk about it and he was just like, he basically put it this way. The Daredevil we see in the Netflix series yeah. is, is a much younger, probably yeah. not as experienced Daredevil. And then the one in She-Hulk is one that is experienced. You see, because yeah, like you kind of see him you've like gone through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause you can kind of see how like how hockey and confident he is. Yeah. I think, in some aspects. So because like again, another another show, uh, I don't know if you watched it, but uh Rings of Power. No, I haven't uh, seen it yet. It's on the list. I I got into the MCU like originally in college with the first two Iron Men, but then college got really busy and I kind of had to put watching new movies on pause so by the time i came back to it i'm like well i have like five years of movies to catch up on i got overwhelmed so i didn't even touch it until the pandemic happened this time and then this past couple of years went uh with some So oh. once I sat down the past few years to catch up on the MCU, like I'm still catching up. Like I'm still really trying to catch up as quick <laughs> as I can. Oh, uh, and because like so rings, so rings of power got a it, it got a lot of hate. I watched it recently. Is it a is it a good? Because they spent like this, the budget for this show was expensive, um, and it and it shows. Was it a good show? Probably not, but I I enjoyed it. I'm very neutral when it comes to show. I have I, it's very rare I come across a show or a movie that I just absolutely hate. Yeah, so, is it that entertainment value? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going there just to watch a movie and have fun. It's pretty much about yeah, like it. Not I'm every not, movie is going to be a cinematic masterpiece. Some are just meant to be popcorn flicks. Yeah, I mean, not every movie is going to be the Titanic or Jurassic Park. Right. Or Terminator. Right. There's there are some that are just you go because it's fun. Yeah. Which because uh me and a friend, we just went and saw the Super Mario Brothers movie last night. And and it was that it was exactly like that. It's just a movie that I'm gonna go and just watch. Uh right. And have a fun time. Oh yeah, definitely. It was it was pretty good. It was it was a pretty good movie though. It was like an eight out of ten movie. Gotcha. So. I, I'll add it to the list. I, I'm very <laughs> excited with uh, the trailer. Just Jack Black as Bowser. I can tell. Oh like, yeah, he's definitely he everything the, into that. He's definitely the the best of of that movie. I mean, the other everybody else is fine too. But like when you go watch it, I'll have to get your opinion on it after you watch it. But like after watching it, I was kind of like, this movie you probably could have left Luigi out of it. <laughs> I think this probably could have just probably been a Mario movie, and then you bring in Luigi later. But it's just, eh. it is what it is. You gotta have, you gotta make some space for poor Luigi. (sighs) (laughs) Every younger sibling is gonna defend (laughs) Luigi. When when, when you watch it, you'll see what I mean by okay. okay, You know, Sean's right. I probably should have. They probably should have left Luigi out of it. So. But gotcha. but it was still a pretty good movie. I still enjoyed it for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Well, goodness, have you thought? Oh man, if y'all do a longer campaign, y'all should. Oh man, dang! I wish I could see that. That should be fun. 
I'm not at the level of like competency of DMing to to put it on the internet. I'm still very new to DMing, so I'm still that's why I'm sticking to homebrews right now because I I can essentially make the rules as much yep. as I want. I, I try and tell my players. Um, I'm pretty relaxed as a DM. So if you want to do something and it makes me laugh, there's an a 80% <laughs> chance I'll allow it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's shit. That, that's, hey, that's that. Because at the end of the day, it's all about everybody just having fun. And that's my goal as a DM is, is my ultimate goal is that my players are enjoying the campaign and they're having fun. Yeah. So that's, that's the goal of any, any, any DM. Um, so I cause I remember I played once and there was just there was a guy that was just That's not just, in the rule book. Yeah, it was just kind of he was he was a he was this kind of guy that he kind of, he wanted the he wanted every answer to every little thing like right then and there. And I was kind of like, that's not how it works. We're not doing that. Right. Everybody else is fine. Everybody else is like I, you know, they want to try to solve the mystery, but he wants to like have every single little detail that he can that he can have. Um and it's just yeah. He was he was a tit, so just to, to say different styles for different players. Oh yeah, oh yeah. For him. Maybe Shadow Run would be more his his style. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It's just, it's just <laughs> I love D. I just, I just love it. I just love it overall. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, but that, that's that's pretty much it. That's that's pretty much the episode right there. Well, there so, we um, obviously, we will uh, definitely will have you back on either for a nerd talk episode or just like a side project. Because I do, yeah. like I said, with Jamie, we like we have plans that I like, do video game stuff together for my YouTube channel. Um I got somebody planning on coming on to do season three of The Mandalorian. Oh fine. So you're always welcome to chime in because that's that's essentially that's yeah. what Jamie did. Cause like I we were talking this is probably after like the first episode of The Last of Us. And I told her, I said I wasn't sure if I wanted to do a review of this or not, but now after watching the first episode I am and she was <laughs> She was like, all right, well, this is my subtle, subtle <laughs> notice of letting you know that I am involved in this as well. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I guess that's fine. Oh, that'd so, be fun. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but all right, guys, that is it for this episode of Nerd Talk. Be sure to hit the like, subscribe button. Uh, it should be up on screen now. But for those who are listening on podcasts, how can they follow and support you? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at roll period performance. So roll as if you're rolling a D20, then a, a period and performance. So roll for performance. Very fun have, having you on. Thank um, you. It's fun to be here. And so definitely, definitely, we'll definitely try to figure out a way to have you back on. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but you guys, be sure to check out the channel as well. We're going through Halo 2 right now and also episode 2 of our Star Trek Online series. Should be up on the channel now. So be sure to check that out as well. And other than that, thank you guys for watching and or listening. And I will catch you guys in the next video. See ya. Okay.